I'm Brandy. And I'm Renee. And welcome to Besties Podcast. Welcome back to the Besties Podcast. Today's conversation will begin with a clip taken from the hit TV series, How to Get Away with Murder. In this particular episode, Annalise Keating, who's played by Viola Davis, is having this conversation with herself about her hair. Take a listen. Damn, this wig is good, pretty, safe. What they think a woman should look like. But my hair, real, me, raw, too raw. How can we still be having this conversation? It's just hair. The hair could design it all, jail or freedom. Okay, so you just heard this snippet episode out of um, How to Get Away with a Murder, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I thought this was so awesome that um, Annalise Keating in this particular um, episode was talking about her hair. So she has natural hair. It's a short little fro that she's rocking this season, and she's going between the wig and the short natural hair. And I think mm. it's very interesting because um, as women with natural hair, that's kind of what we go through when we're getting ready for the day, when we're getting ready for a big event, when we're going for an interview, when we're going mm-hmm. to church, when we're going on a date, any of those <laughs> things, we're always concerned about um, our hair, you know, because it's a big part of us. So it's it's very interesting um, how your natural hair can affect how you actually present yourself for these different events and that whole process that we kind of go through. Mm-hmm. This is very true. Um, we are both naturalistas. <laughs> We've mm-hmm. been um, natural for quite some time. You a little bit longer than I have, but um, mm-hmm. it definitely plays a role in everyday life um, as far as what we're going to do, how we're going to look, and how it's going to be perceived by others. Um, And what I mean by that is that sometimes, you know, being natural to other people, other cultures, when they take a look at us, because let's face it, curls have all different type of textures. Um, Some is more Mm -hmm. wavy, some are like looser curls, some are more kinkier curls. Um, And sometimes the texture, I find, plays a role of how people view natural hair. So sometimes if it's more of a a tighter coil or kinkier texture, it's looked upon as unkept if you don't have it um, in the perfect hairstyle. Mm. And, um, you know, I've I've seen that a lot. And that doesn't, it's not only for coily tight curls, but it's also for people that have looser curls or wavy curls. If we don't put water on it and moisturize it, it's going to shrink up and look a little kinky. Mm -hmm. But is that viewed as, unkept or you need to comb your hair um you know what I mean we have to face that like if I go in the grocery store or if I go out in the mall or something and I want to wear it in a fro what does that say what are people saying or should I even care Mm. no that's good (laughs) and you know what and people are saying things um whether they Mm -hmm. say it with verbally or they say it with their actions and reactions, um, because I know I've gotten it quite a bit. And it's so interesting because certain days if I'm wearing my hair um, 
in my curly state where it's super curly and coily, like you're saying, then, mm-hmm. you know, they may, they kind of look at me with a side eye certain mm-hmm. times. But if mm-hmm. I come with it a little bit stretched, a little bit more straight and blown out, then it's like, oh, my gosh, your hair is so beautiful. You know, it, yeah. it's almost like it takes away that, um, I won't say offensive, but that factor where they feel almost, I guess, intimidated in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, almost that fear factor that sometimes other cultures have when it comes to <laughs> um, black women and black men. Yeah. And just in, you know what I'm saying? And it's so yeah. it it kind of um, takes that down a notch when, when it seems to me it takes it down a notch when our hair is more straight and more looking um, like Caucasian hair, um, you know, put it out mm-hmm. there um, when it's yeah. looking in, in that, when it's in that state. So it's less, it's less harsh. It's easier for them to take in. And you're right. Is that something we should care about? We really should not. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like we should be able to be who we are and um, accept all of our beauty. But unfortunately, how society has, um, has, I guess, viewed us, um, right. how we're portrayed um, in movies, in, on TV, um, on social media, those type of things, what is portrayed as beauty in this country in general doesn't always reflect um, a black woman with curly, kinky hair, you know? Exactly. And it's, it's something that's also in, um, yeah, we're talking about other cultures, how they view our hair, but it's also within our own society as well because, mm-hmm. let's face it, I mean, I, I've seen within the maybe the last few years, which I love this statement. It says if you're natural and curly and kinky, why do you feel when a special event is coming up that you have to straighten mm-hmm. your hair? Why mm-hmm. is that something that has to be done to be special? And mm-hmm. I didn't really think about it because sometimes we're like, oh, my gosh, I want to straighten it. Um, and it's not because we want to straighten it to see the length or do a trim. It's because right. we have an upcoming event and we want to slick it down and make it straight and, you know, all of that. And I'm just like, well, mm-hmm. why? Why do we have to mm-hmm. do that? Because our curls are just as fine at this event. Like, why do we right. have to straighten it? So I've seen that yep. a lot, which I absolutely love. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong or you shouldn't, uh, you know, straighten your hair in any time. You can do whatever you want with your hair, but it's just something that we tend to do as black women or just um, if you have natural hair in general, mm-hmm. we tend to straighten it when it's time to celebrate. And mm. that's that's kind of an issue. <laughs> I didn't realize it, but it's kind of an right. issue. Yeah. <laughs> But you're, you're right, it absolutely is. And, and something you said as well as far as within our own communities, because I can remember, and I'm sure all of us have experienced at some point where you've heard what good hair is, you know, oh and good gosh. hair is um, silky, <laughs> um, wavy, <laughs> um, easily managed hair. And I Mm kind of disagree. Like, um, who was it? It Was it Chris Rock that did that whole thing about good hair? And I absolutely love that documentary because I hope Mm -hmm. that it dispelled that myth of what, quote, good hair is because all of us have good hair. 
I mean, we have a head of hair that's phenomenal and awesome and amazing and so different than um, other cultures. You know, like we can just do so many different things with it. Uh, So all of our hair is good hair. It's just how you take care of it and how healthy it is. Now, maybe that's a better word, you know, healthy hair, but we Mm -hmm. all have good hair. And so I think within our communities, you're absolutely right. We face that um, that whole good hair, bad hair thing. It's almost like the light skin, dark skin, you know, I was just going to bring that up issue. Too. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I, <laughs> it's just it's pretty much almost the same. Because you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be, um, you can no longer be just black anymore, guys. When you have really nice mm-hmm. curls um, that bounce and spring, you have to be mixed with something. Get the hell out of yeah. here! I'm not. You know what yeah. I mean? You know how many times <laughs> I hear that? <laughs> like, oh, yes. my gosh, you're mixed. Are you Spanish? Are you from the islands? Are you this and that? No. <laughs> no. Why, why do I have to be of something else? Why can't I just be, you know, African-American? Now, I'm not saying we're just all one race as far as, like, right. you know, everybody has something as far as their ethnicity and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, to have to say your daddy was white or your mom was white mm-hmm. and your your dad was black, you know what I'm saying? You know, it has to be a mix. No, that's not the case. Like, both my parents are yeah. black. Um, black people got curly hair. That's <laughs> that's how it is. That's our that our heritage. It's in our genes. Um, mm-hmm. The texture and everything, that's, that's based on our genes as well. I can't help my curls are springy versus a more kinkier. That doesn't mean that that's less they're less beautiful mm-hmm. than mine because their hair texture is a little different, um, you know. And they could go the other way around. I've seen some beautiful chocolate women, too, with curls mm-hmm. that look like they're ca- Caucasian almost, like wavy curls. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, mm-hmm. and they're black, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they're mama and daddy black. It's just, you know, it's just a different yeah. texture. So, like you said, it's the light skin versus black skin or, you know, darker skin in our community, we have mm-hmm. to get out of that. I really hate that, too, because mm-hmm. that's another Absolutely. thing. Um, we equate it with being mixed with something. Um, therefore, it's a little bit better or lighter skin is better because you um, mm-hmm. possibly are mixed with something of another um, race other than black. So it makes it a little bit easier for you. So, right. no. And that's true. And I know that has been kind of passed along because of, um, where we have come from just as far as slavery and um, all of the ridicule that we've received along the way being oppressed mm-hmm. and just, you know, looked down upon. And so um, I understand that some of that came from, hey, if you can pass um, like a white person then your life is going to be much better. Um, I get where those ideas can, you know, have stemmed from in, in a lot of um, in a lot of circles, but I right. do think that it's time for us to kind of change that trajectory, you know, and mm-hmm. really embrace, like you're saying, like all of us are beautiful, no matter what we our are. hair looks like. And, you know, exactly. um, and it's so funny because I bother my sister all the time and I'm really just kidding with her because I do truly believe that we all have, you know, <laughs> we all, do. You know, we all like, have done it <laughs> and we have. And, like, mm-hmm. I can say it with her and joke with her knowing that I'm just having, uh, joking with her. But mm-hmm. in the same breath, I also have to be mindful of what I'm saying. And I have to question mm-hmm. myself and say, okay, do I really believe that? 
or am I truly just, Mm -hmm. you know, just making a joke with her? And so Mm -hmm. I think um, it comes back to um, just kind of reflecting what we believe in, how, I guess, our subconscious minds, because sometimes things um, just are, because we've been around it so much, it kind of is ingrained in us and we really don't recognize it until Mm -hmm. it comes out. Um, and so it's very, it's, it's very it's very interesting about how how our conversations and and the words that we say um, can be very influential. And you talked about just um, our different types of curls. I mean, if we really go back and look at the African region, oh my gosh, there are so <laughs> many different tribes and so many different people there. Like when I was able to visit, yes. like I saw that there were beautiful. Um, caramel skinned women with mm-hmm. beautiful um curly wavy yes. hair and then you'd have another thick. um yeah thick woman who has um you know really tight beautiful coils and it's just to see like all those people all these different tribes and people put together and like wow right like, it's unbelievable i can only imagine yeah. because um Black is beautiful. Let's just face it. <laughs> Black it is. is beautiful. But to just see the different um, textures of hair, um, mm-hmm. I just love it because you have some ladies that because of um, anybody familiar with natural hair, they know that once water mm-hmm. hits it, it curls and mm-hmm. um, it shrinks. Mm-hmm. So you have, you could look at someone with these short curls, right? And right. baby, when she pulls her hair, that thing could be past her bra strap or down her back. Exactly. And it's like it was way up to her ears when you first right. saw her just because of water. It's called shrinkage. So I'm, like, exactly. amazed at that. I just think, you know, just the versatility of um, natural hair in general is just, like, an awe for me. I'm just like, wow. Um yeah. This conversation also brings up, I don't know if you guys remember, I don't know how many years back, um, it was a H, I believe it was H and M, a H and M brand. The um, then they had the kids edition where mm-hmm. it was um, diverse kids on the cover, um, mm-hmm. and this one particular black kid, this black little girl, her hair was just like she went outside. You know how you go to school and your hair is done, and then you come home and your mom would be like, "Well, what the hell? What happened to you?" You're like, "What? You played hard today because your hair is just kind of <laughs> all over the place." <laughs> Right. <laughs> and so that's pretty much like kind of how her hair looked. It looked like she's just been playing around and she didn't sweat and, you know, it kind of got a little kinky and it was just wild looking. Um, so it, it, it started an uproar in the black community um, because they're like, oh, their parents, um, her parents should have been really upset because they, they didn't have nobody um, at H&M that knew how to do her hair. So they'd let that baby be on the cover like that, this and this and that. That's just wrong. Um, you know, one's a protest and everything, right? So at first right. I kind of looked at it and was looking at it from that perspective. And I was like, well, you know, it is kind of, you know, a little all over the place. And I was like, well, wait a minute. And then somebody brought another side to it. And if you look at all the other kids, they look like they was playing just as hard. It's just that Mm -hmm. most of them were Spanish or white. Their texture of hair was different, but their hair was all over the place too. Mm -hmm. So why was it only about her? Right. If you really want to go there, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. our texture of hair is a little bit more kinkier, is not as uh, is not as wavy, is not as loose. You know, it was only because the the black little girl's hair was kinkier 
Um, mm-hmm. And so they viewed it as, oh, no, that's just wrong. Her mama should have did this and this and that. So, no, H&M responded was like, no, the whole thing of it was to have all the kids in their natural state playing around and having fun catching candid photos mm-hmm. in their natural state. That's her mm-hmm. natural state, right, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. That's her natural state. So it, mm, you got to look is. at certain things like that. We kind of have to go back and reflect on our community sometimes and really think about what we're saying before we start these protests when it, when it talks about the views of hair and, you know, how we view natural hair in society and stuff like that. Because something like that, I, I didn't even look at it until somebody else brought that out. And I was like, you're absolutely right. That is her natural state. And why would the parents yeah. be mad? Because that is the – the whole reason of the point of this photo shoot was to have them in a natural state like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it brings it brings in that question again about how we truly view ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like, do we really view ourselves as beautiful and handsome and, you know, debonair and all those different do we truly view ourselves like that like what's wrong with our natural state of just being you know like even from the you know the clip like what what's wrong with being who you truly are you know what I'm saying and why is it so difficult for us to embrace who we are Mm -hmm. and why Mm -hmm. are we so critical I mean that brings us back even to the gymnast um and you know she came out on the scene and she was in the Olympics and doing all this stuff and Mm -hmm. the comments from the black community was why didn't she do her hair you know like I remember basically what was going on with her hair and I'm like are you kidding me like this young lady has um broken many records has like just kind of came into the game Mm -hmm. and, you know, just came into the game and, like, really did her thing and is doing her thing and from our community, and not to say that it was Mm -hmm. the entire community, but a portion of our community, and unfortunately those are the ones that are kind of, like, broadcast everywhere, but came in and was, like, dissing dissing her because Mm -hmm. of her hair. And totally it's like, why, yeah. yeah, why can't you see past that? Why mm-hmm. why can't we see past that and support one another versus tearing them down? Because we get, out, we get that enough. We, yes, we, we, we get do. it enough. You know, we so do. why do we have to have it uh, within our own community? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's just like, the same as, like, when people look at you, too, when you do something different to your hair, especially when it's, um, mm-hmm. you know, our culture with black women, um, like we said, our hair comes in all textures and forms. And let me tell you, when it's in the natural state, this is nothing against people that have relaxed hair whatsoever. We're not bashing you guys. If you have a relaxer, that's fine. But yeah. <laughs> with natural hair, we, because Brandon and I have been natural for so long, we do know that your hair grows so much and so fast. And I know being natural, my hair has, has grown so much um, versus when it was relaxed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I decide to cut my hair and do a big chop, and I've done this three times in my life, um, just getting a fresh look, why do we have a fit? <laughs> why do people have a fit when we cut our hair off? It's like mm. we cut their hair off. 
You know what I mean? They, they're like, why did you do that? You made it get so long, and it got past this, this, and that length, and you couldn't and cut it off. You're crazy. We're automatically crazy if we cut off our hair. And that could be just people think that is a women thing in general, but people really go nuts when a person with beautiful, long, natural hair um, cuts their hair off and goes short. They think that yeah. you went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. That's true. That is true. But I guess that's because I—I I don't know if it's, it's a short goal, hair, short but hair not we want that. <laughs> well, there you go. That's another question. <laughs> because a lot of goals are to have that long waist length hair, and then what happens to the short hair folks? Mm-hmm. And I wonder because so I'm going to bring our, our men into it as well because I know mm. sometimes um, our men. Again, guys, I'm not saying all. I'm just saying sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, some of y'all. Um, <laughs> play into that as well because we play, okay. they play into the fact that long, silky hair is beautiful uh, be, because they tend to, to go for that. Um, and yeah. so because of that, I think sometimes as women, we try to um, cater to that look so that we can – be accepted even by our men at times. That's and true. so, you I know, I think that sometimes will come into play. Not all the time, of course, but it definitely happens um, on a on occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, that is definitely true. I am finding, you know, for the past few years, more men are starting to mm-hmm. dig the natural hair a little yeah. bit more. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's because y'all ladies are in y'all pockets with these wigs and weaves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if that's the reason why, or y'all truly dig natural hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I find that, guys, they, you know, it, some people like a fantasy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they have that, that uh, what is it, the Brazilian Barbie wavy long mm-hmm. hair or, you know, something that these uh, Instagram models or whatever or the trend is, whatever the next trend is on that you see on, right. um, you know, these shows and stuff like that, Housewives and all that kind of stuff. Um, right. Sometimes it becomes a trend, and the trend becomes um, a new identity for certain people, you know, mm. and that's what men sometimes just get used to. And so they're like so used to seeing you like, oh, you got your little wig on, you got your little weave in or whatever. So then when you do take it off and you expose your natural hair or you, you try to let your hair breathe sometimes, it's a, almost like a shell shock. <laughs> yeah, It's like, whoa, bro, we didn't know that your hair was like, you know what I'm saying? But not, it's beautiful, <laughs> but this just, they don't know how to take it because they're so used <laughs> right. Um, whatever style you were, protective style that you may have been wearing it in, um, and you know that's like a whole nother subject too. But I think some men yeah. they go for that, and some men are just used to it because that's what they're. A lot of these these ladies um, sometimes are doing now. They don't want to deal with the natural hair because it is it's, it's time consuming. And I'm not faulting people that that um, want to wear wigs and weaves or anything like that. I do. I, my personal opinion is that I, I feel that people should let their hair breathe, but 
you know, mm-hmm. when they don't know what your real hair looks like, that might be a little problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think might, that's that's really be. the issue. <laughs> like, you should be comfortable enough to show that person truly who you are. Uh, right. You know, and that boils down to your hair. And you're right, there are men, men now are starting to get more on board, or maybe they're being more vocal and more, um, supportive of the fact that I like your natural hair. Now, I have had uh, along the way, like when I first went natural, I remember I was in college and um, this guy asked me out on a date. Now, when he first met me, I had cornrows in my hair. I think I had my hair pulled back or whatever. And so the second time we met, I had taken them out and, you know, just washed or whatever. And he was like, oh, you have natural hair? And I'm like, Yeah don't you have natural hair? Like, we have natural hair, right? And he's like, oh, I really don't deal with women with natural hair. You know, and and granted at that time, um, the whole where we're wearing our our natural hair without perm was very new at that point. But the fact Uh that you still said that, like, he didn't want to deal with me at all. Like, he went away. And I'm cool with that. But I've, it just made me think about, wow. So it was this, this whole transition. I know we have to get to certain places, and um, but it's just the fact that he could not accept um, who I was. And, again, I just had regular cornrows pulled back. It wasn't like I had on a wig or anything like that. But was it your natural his... hair in cornrows? Mm-hmm. Or was it like we yeah. sleep? No, it was so, my natural hair in, in cornrows. Oh. But because it was pulled back and, you know, up and, and whatever. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's very That made me want to fight him. What's his name? I need his name. No, I'm just Girl, like, I don't even remember. He was I a non-factor like because, <laughs> because immediately when you say that to me, I just, like, cut you off. Like, dude. For real? Oh, my I'm gosh. Done. But that's the um, the mindset that some people have uh, when mm-hmm. it come, comes to that, you know. And it's unfortunate because, it again, it's just it's just beautiful. Our hair is amazing, but the fact that you can't accept it. And then it goes back to, well, who do you think that you are in the mm-hmm. sense of um, do you accept your blackness? Like, do you accept who you are truly? Do you are, Or is that self-hatred, that the fact that you couldn't take the, that my hair is kinky curly, you know? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious right. of, like, what, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Because I'm about to get heated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's a, it goes the same thing. It goes not to keep um, harboring on the length, but some mm-hmm. men they they love natural hair, but they mm-hmm. also want a certain length of natural mm-hmm. hair. So some, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, okay, is it because you? why like what does it equate to when it's longer what does that mean for you versus when it's mm-hmm. short you know right. it was like oh it looks nice but I like when it was long are you going to grow it out longer again you know that type of thing I've gotten that before I'd be like right <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. you're not in my circle no more I can't do this yeah it should matter but I, I guess I guess looking from the male perspective I guess maybe it could be seen that um, long, longer hair may be more feminine versus a shorter haircut, more masculine. But I just, I disagree with that thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that's what cut. it is, but 
yeah, me too. And women that are so feminine and just wearing it and rocking it and they look beautiful with it. Yeah. But you're right there. It, it, that length factor does come into, into play a lot. That's very true. Now, what about, we're going to go, and I'm not saying women don't rock um, locks um, or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, but, you know, some men, they have dreads or locks. Now, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of schools, uh, mm-hmm. high schools or private schools, uh, you know, have issues with locks, meaning that they have to always be worn up or they prefer that you not have them at all. Um, that young man, I forgot what school that was, that the coach um, basically cut his dreads out so he can wrestle the referee or whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that. Um mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, is it because his hair is unlocked or was it touching his – I can't remember if it was touching his back or it just wasn't up. I think it was just because he had locks. Um, so same thing how we were just talking about with loose, free, natural hair. And what we mean by that is that we don't have it in a particular style. It's not in locks or anything like that. Our hair is just free. With locks, mm-hmm. um, you have to have – well, you don't have to, but majority of people have – Um, get maintenance on their locks, meaning that they Mm -hmm. twist them so Mm -hmm. the um, root of their locks is not, um, you know, too frizzy, um, so they don't kind of merge together or anything like that. Now, some guys and girls, they just let it be free. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it that they're unkept if they just let them go free? Does our community view it as like, oh, you you thuggish now because you didn't get them twisted? Mm. <laughs> How are mm. they viewed when they go to the store? How are men viewed when they go to the store when they got these locks and they're not twisted and in a nice little bun or have your hairstylist salad in these little braids and stuff that I see um, some men wear, which are which is nice. But I also see some guys that are like, okay, you haven't had your hair twisted in a while, but right. What's the view? You know what I mean. Mm. What kind of what kind of views are they getting? It goes both ways. It does. It does. And and the view typically is not a positive view. You know, um, and it it is typically seen as unkept, and um, you're not taking care of yourself, and how are you presenting yourself, and that type deal. So, it, 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 you're right. It goes both ways. Um, our yeah. men have to deal with that, and even in the workplace. Um, because I've even had to to say, unfortunately, sometimes you have to um, present yourself in a certain way to get a job. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do we how do we stop that as a community? Mm-hmm. Is the question? That's, that's very true. Because I've definitely done that before a couple of times. Um, yeah. I, to to just rock your hair in a puff and go mm-hmm. to a job interview, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like. Um, just being honest, I didn't feel like that was good enough. Versus me having to make sure I put my hair in a two strand twist, so when I take it loose the next day, it's going to be like in a twist mm-hmm. curl style. Um, right. You know, it just looks like a curly bob or something versus me rocking it in a nice puff. Um, right. I just feel that I would be portrayed a certain way and I was already yeah. I would already be cut um, and counted out before I could even open my mouth and answer any questions. So you're absolutely That's right. True. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess that goes back to, because I'm sure we have all heard it, that we have to be better than the person beside us. We have Mm -hmm. to go the extra distance because we know that that our skin color sometimes, our skin color is um, can be a negative thing when it comes to anything in mm-hmm. the U.S. And so yeah. we have to <laughs> we have to run faster. We have to um, be now. smarter. Yes, we have to dress better. We have mm-hmm. to be more um, well kept. We have to present ourselves at a higher level. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I think it's a good thing to strive in excellence and walk in excellence in everything that we do. That I absolutely love. But I also realize that the reason that Mm -hmm. we are doing that most times is because Mm -hmm. we're looked at from a negative lens. Yeah. You know, we're not. That's very true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. That's where the issue comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the career choices, um, especially Mm -hmm. when you're working with people. I work in an industry where I have to um, come into contact with people and touch you and be very kind of close to you. Um, And I can tell you sometimes if I'm having one of those just ponytail days, um, Mm -hmm. people are, I get that look, you're going to touch me? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of that, I'm going to touch you. Um, you know, you definitely get the look sometimes based on your, your career choice. Um, uh, they, oh, yeah. It's almost like, oh, this is interesting. I've never seen you in this field. <laughs> that's kind of how it feels. You know, I hate to say it like that, but it's just absolutely, yeah. that's how we feel sometimes. And so you're right. We have to, um, it's almost like we have to always be on our uh, P's and Q's, cross our T's, mm-hmm. dot our I's all the time because there's no room for error. Um, yes. Because it feels like, you know, the gavel will come down a little bit harder on us um, if we yeah. do make any yeah. type of, you know, or if we even give some type of, uh, not. I'm not going to say attitude because, you know, certain places you have to, you, you know, you have to tell people about themselves in a nice, nasty way, in a nice way, but right. nasty at the same time. Like, you're just not going to push me over and talk to me any kind of way. Um, right. So sometimes then, I've heard you say this before, then you become the angry black woman because you kind of mm-hmm. snapped a little bit, you know, so we have to be aware of that as well um, yeah. to make sure that we can convey what we're really trying to say. Um, it, it's not that we have to check our tone, but we do. <laughs> we do. So we do. We do because um, it can easily get out of hand um, sometimes um, from other cultures of how they view us black yep. women. <laughs> yeah. And in our own culture because yeah, heard that's true too. Along the way about, oh, black women are bitter, they're angry, they're this and they're that. But when you look at it, there are white women that are angry, that are bitter. There are Asian women that are angry and bitter. There are Hispanic women who are angry yeah, and bitter. Very true. And so, you know, you can find any type of person in any culture that you go to. It doesn't matter. But we're talking about our community today. So, um, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it is it. it, it it is what it is when it comes to that. It happens. And so, I mean, taking even back to, you know, the gymnast, um, Gabby, I know we didn't say her name before. Sorry about that. But Gabby um, Douglas was who I was talking about. Um, yeah, I can't think of her name at, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at that industry, she had to come in 
um, to try to match what was already there. And what was already Mm -hmm. there was or has been white women with straight hair, um, pulled back in a ponytail really tight, and, you know, you have to mimic those things. And so I don't know if from our community they were saying, hey, you didn't, you didn't walk in excellence because your hair was what it was or the fact that they just really could not um, accept that, you know, this girl was, shoot, she's running, she's jumping, right. she's tumbling. Uh, my hair is going to move. It should move. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yep. You're sweating <laughs> in places people can't yeah. see. <laughs> exactly. But it goes you know? back to that harsh reality that it comes not only from the outside, but it comes from the inside as far as us having to present ourselves in a certain manner. It's very interesting you say that. I have a um, a lovely friend that is, um, she's a, a white lady that's raising a um a black daughter. Um, she kind of, mm-hmm. well, she adopted her. And mm-hmm. um, she's actually of um, Jamaican culture or whatever, but um, she is always asking me questions about hair and stuff like that. So we have, like, our little talks and stuff like that. And she's really a really sweet lady. Um, but her daughter is, is displaying certain, you know, she's asking certain questions about culture. Um, She's now wondering why she's getting the looks when she's dropped off at school and I'm beginning to think that maybe she even is being teased or just asked a lot of questions that she really doesn't know how to ask or answer properly um, to her peers when it comes to what's going on in your household, why is your mama white, Um, what's up with you, you know what I'm saying, all those kind of questions that kids probably get. And so, um, you know, her mom was asking me pretty much like, you know, I'm teaching her not to see color, Renee. I wasn't raised like that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't see color. Um, uh, Our household, we love all people and this and this and that. And I feel where she was coming from. And I had to think about it because I was in the middle of a service with her and I I couldn't say everything that I wanted to, but I ended up speaking with her at a later date. And I told Mm -hmm. her, I said, you know, I understand the importance of your household of, you don't see color. I, I understand that. I said, however, <laughs> you are raising a black young lady with um, Caribbean heritage as well. And I said, mm-hmm. you do need to teach her about her culture. And I said, if she does need to be aware of how people may view her and the different perspectives of people when it's coming to her as far as her growing up, why her, why she has to work harder. I said, that Mm -hmm. needs to be explained to her. I said, because your household doesn't see color, (laughs) but the outside world is different. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and I think it's very important to, you know, to break that down to her. So she's just not naive, you know, yeah, and come yeah. across things and know how to handle it in the in the right way. So yeah, and she's like, you know, I I get it, I get it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow, and that's a challenging yeah. thing in, in itself as well. I mean, I, I guess that's another conversation as well when you have um, um, other races or cultures raising mm-hmm. our children. You know, yeah. um, and not just our children, because I know that there are other um, cultures as of well course. that are being raised, you know, just it, so how how does that work? You know, mm-hmm. um, how do you teach them about 
who they are and accept who they are and teach them, as just like you said, about the um, stereotypes and the negativity that could come um, in our society and how they deal yeah. with those things. Because I'm sure that it's a challenge for them to do that because they've never necessarily experienced that. Yeah. Um, you know, exactly. and so it's it's hard to navigate or walk somebody through it if you haven't mm-hmm. been through or experienced it yourself. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and it's almost like she's trying to shelter her, and this is how everything is in the outside world. And then, you no, know, when she mm-hmm. starts to grow up and realize certain things, it's almost like when your parents don't let you do certain things at home, mm-hmm. and then when you end mm-hmm. up going to college, your butt get buck wild because you're like, I didn't oh, yeah. know this existed. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's a whole other subject, but I'm just saying it's, it's kind of similar to that. It's just like, whoa, I didn't know anything. Mom didn't tell me about this, you know, so she definitely has to yeah. prepare her. So. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And then we just have to be prepared in general when it comes to um, us dealing with our hair. I think we've come a long way. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know necessarily if it's getting, quote, better. But um, I know that we're able, I I think we're able to deal with it a little bit um, better than we have in the past. Um, I think we're coming around a little bit more, um, I'm hoping, as a culture to accept um, our natural beauty um, and just the natural essence Mm -hmm. of being um, a black person in general. I think we're getting better at that. I don't think we've totally arrived, but uh, I, I think we're getting that. And and I guess my thing is, again, like how do we change it? How do yeah. we um, fix the issue? And, and, and I want to say maybe that it starts with the fact that we um, just we, we start accepting who we are. Uh, we start um, accepting yeah. who we are and not comparing ourselves to everyone else. Um, yeah, really, truly looking inside our community and, and focusing on those positive things. And, and I know it's hard to do because sometimes the positive things are overshadowed by all the negative um, things mm-hmm. that are happening um, in our communities. But there are still some positive things. And so embracing right. those things, I think, um, will help. And even, you know, just going back to our communities, um, building itself up again, having our own resources as a black people. Uh, mm-hmm. We really don't have that if we look at it anymore. We don't really own the corner the corner store any longer. We don't have yeah. our own um, grocery stores or um, gas stations in our communities or, or or community halls like we did in the past. So we don't have those mm-hmm. things anymore. So it's kind of hard to change the dynamic of mm-hmm. how people view us when we don't own our own production studios. And, yes, we yeah. have some that are, that are coming out, but – as mm-hmm. on the whole, we don't. As, yeah. as black people, our, our not as many are as it, how it used to be before. The comparison exactly. there exists. We're not saying they don't exist, but they're there. But right. it's just compared to how things were in the past, um, mm-hmm. so many things have been overran. <laughs> um, yeah. Or you know, certain things have happened and just closed, or it's been gentrified. I'm gonna just say it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's no longer. Mm-hmm. 
um, about us anymore. And I like how you said it's important for us to embrace. I think a lot of that has to go with our wording on certain things, too, just like you said about the whole good hair thing or whatever. Say, you know, healthy hair. I don't like this um, phrase either. I hear this a lot um, saying I can't rock natural hair because it doesn't look right. My hair is too uh, kinky. My (laughs) hair is too nappy. My hair is too this. I think the better statement is just saying you don't have the time to really do the things that probably need to be done to manage natural hair. So you prefer to wear your hair relaxed or in whatever style Mm -hmm. that you feel. I I think that's a little bit better versus I can't because everybody can rock natural hair. I don't care what your texture is. I don't care, um, you know, how unmanageable you believe that it is, but because maybe all these products and stuff is popping out with products every day and week with with curly products and stuff. Yes. (laughs) It's something out there for everybody. So it's that it can be done. It's just like you said, we need the resources, more resources Mm -hmm. that are hitting the the pavement to show you how to do these things, classes and stuff like that. So there's things out there, um, you know, there's YouTube and stuff, not saying go to the school of YouTube or anything, but, you know, I just, I just hate the word can't when it comes to natural hair. Just change the yeah. wording. Just say you don't want to, you don't have the, the time. You don't want to take mm-hmm. the time or have the time to do it. Yeah. I think that's, that's good. important. Yeah, it is. And it is time consuming. We've said it before. Renee said it a little while ago, and I'm, I'm reiterating that it is time consuming uh, <laughs> with with our natural hair. It really is because you have to be patient with it. Um, There's a lot of trial and error. Um, There are things that work in the summer that don't work in the spring and don't work in the fall. So you have to figure that out for your own hair. You um, you know, there's this whole thing with porosity and um, the the curl tightness. Yeah. Yeah. All these different mm-hmm. So it, it does take work. It does take effort to do that. But we put the effort into getting our lashes done. We put the effort into mm-hmm. if we're getting a weave, spending $3,000 or more, mm-hmm. you know, we put the mm-hmm. effort into um, our clothes and trying, you know, looking well. Why can't we put that same effort into um, yeah. learning about our own natural hair? The um, so I in your head that you exactly. were born with, baby. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes, I that. With that. Yes. <laughs> and it's so funny. Right. It's interesting. It goes back to comparison because, like, mm-hmm. me and Brandy, our hair is totally different. Both have um, beautiful, healthy hair. The products that yeah. she used, um, I can't use in my hair. The products that I love, and I'm like, oh, try this. She hates for her hair. <laughs> it's, it's always the opposite because our, our porosity and stuff is different. And if you don't have right. anybody to tell you that at the very beginning and you don't know any of this, it's very easy to um, give up because I can say and brag about yeah. one particular brand that I love, and that's just mm-hmm. not going to work for you because I don't know what type of texture and what you got going on. And the same thing exactly. for your, your, your own self. You can start out. When I rock my hair short, those same products I use for my short hair, I can't use for my mm-hmm. long hair. It doesn't work. It doesn't work the same. Yep. So, yep. Um, so don't give up, guys. <laughs> yeah. Don't give up on your natural yeah. hair. That, that's that's yeah. the thing. Don't give up on your natural hair and just wear it proudly, whatever your style is, whether you're yeah. wearing a perm or whatever the case may be, wear it proudly, um, embrace who you are, because I think that's the under, for me, it's the underlying issue that I'm seeing, that we're not loving ourselves enough, we're not embracing ourselves enough 
we're not um, embracing that power that we have as black women in general. We're not accepting ourselves. And so we lean to these other things to help us get through. And um, I really think that we just accept who we are um, in its natural state. And then if you want to bring those other things and put on, great. But, um, you know, embrace who we are. And, and, And it's really important for our younger ladies. Because I see with our younger children um, that now they're thinking that if I don't have a weave, if I don't have Mm. a perm, if I don't have the hair down my back and close to my butt, then I'm not beautiful. That Mm -hmm. that natural mane, as we said, that's on our head is um, is just it's unacceptable, and that's not the truth. We have to teach them from the beginning that they are beautiful, right? just like they are, right where they are and just like they are. Those other things are could be seen as enhancement. Those other things are maybe for convenience, um, but it's not yeah. because you don't feel good about yourself. And that's for people with um, disorders as well. Whatever mm-hmm. you have going on, just believe in yourself that you're beautiful. If you have alopecia mm-hmm. and you got some bald spots yeah. or you don't have any hair whatsoever, that's a whole nother, um issue. Yeah. We're not saying people that, that have hair, you know, that that's the only way to go because we're beautiful if we have hair. No, if you don't have any right. hair, you're still beautiful. You know, that comes Absolutely. from within. That's something we have to build up within ourselves. The top yeah. of the day just happened to be about natural hair. But shout out to all right. the people that may not be rocking hair or have alopecia or just choose not to have hair at all. You're still beautiful. That's right. That's right. And can I say this, too, because I don't want people to listen and think that we have, like, quote, arrived or that we um, just all of a sudden got to this place in our in ourselves because speaking, mm, you know for me it it has been a it was a struggle and has been a struggle along my life to accept me mm-hmm. for who I am you know mm-hmm. and accept those certain things even when it comes to my curve and the body image and we'll probably talk about that too but yeah. you know just to accept those different things and to try to see myself past those stereotypes um it has been um um something that I had to deal with along the way mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that yeah, it is. And and not to say that we um totally have it together, but I know that, that I'm in a better place today <laughs> I know than I right. was, you know, like five or ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? And so just don't get discouraged, as Renee said. Don't give up. Embrace your process because it is a process. Like you have to go through certain things in order to um be a better person and just uh just be a better you. You know what I'm saying? So it is and I just don't want people to listen and think that, oh, they have it all together and they're, you know, at this ending point. I, it's not yeah. the case. The case is is that we have gone through some of the processes. We've gone yeah. through some of the experiences, and so we're able to kind of speak from that now versus mm-hmm. have you personal. seen us maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have this you seen personal. us a while ago? You were like, we Maybe we wouldn't be able to kind of convey the message as we're doing it today. So just wanted to say that to those out there too. Don't don't be discouraged and don't think that we have it all together. Just know that it, it is a process, and we're still working at it, uh, but we just have Every to get day. to that point. Yeah, every yeah. single day. 
every single day. It's definitely a process because I know it knows years back I didn't crack a few mirrors because I threw something at it because I got so frustrated because of how I looked at myself and I was just like, this is not it. But mm-hmm. then, like you mm-hmm. said, it's a process and it's very challenging. So we all have our struggles. Um, and like she Absolutely. said, yeah, we work on things every day. It's not something like, oh, this is just how it is. And, you know, we're like this on a daily basis. We have struggles too. So um, yeah. we just worked out a few kinks that, you know, we want to shed some light yeah. that may help others. That's all. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, on the 1st and the 15th of every month, we'll be uploading a new conversation. Be sure to follow at Besties Podcast on Instagram, like, tag a friend, and turn on your notifications. If you have any topics you would like for us to discuss, click the email link in our bio on Instagram.